In the name of Allah, most gracious, ever merciful. Welcome, good morning, assalamu alaikum, and may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all from another edition of Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayum, and joining me as always, my compadre, brother Adil Zafar. Good morning, assalamu alaikum, peace be on you, brother. Good morning, as- oops, oh. good morning, assalamu alaikum, and peace and blessings of Allah be upon you all. And it's uh, really good to be back after a month, so four weeks, right? So. Yep. Um, it's uh, it's been an interesting few weeks, um, and now with the weather playing hide and seek as always, um, it's been quite um, quite interesting. Yeah, I, I yesterday was very hot day, humid, sticky. You wake up to rain this morning. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and that means today is likely to be another humid day because the little bit of rain. Um, tends to make it that much more unbearable for me, anyway. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I know people like the sun, but I think sometimes the humidity well, ru- ruins it. So whenever summer arrives, right? Yeah. So for me, hay fever is just—I don't know if you suffer from it, but it's quite. It's bad interesting for us. you just mentioned that. I know you—you you just came back from Riyadh. Yeah. How in God's name did you? I mean, is that what air conditioning to air conditioning so to air conditioning? God bless air, air conditioning, right? <laughs> so, so yes, and it's because it's a dry climate as well. You don't feel the, especially the hay fever. You, do, you don't feel that at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be. Able, I was talking to some of my friends about um, uh, living in the Middle East. Mm. I don't think I'll be able to be able to survive there. It's a good place to go for a while. Yeah, and then come back. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because you're cocooned, right? Yeah. And one thing that was interesting. I was told was that people actually. Uh, sort of uh, immigrate for like two months to Europe because yeah. it's just so hard. It's interesting you say that because only a couple, I think a couple of weeks ago on the drive time, um, they, we we covered the show on how more and more Westerners are moving to Middle Eastern countries because they, strangely enough, contrary to what the mainstream uh, media tells the world, women feel more safer in Middle East. They find that Middle East is more ethical. They still have values. They still work on morals. Um, and uh, th- they tend to find the quality of life and the standard of life is disappearing or has disappeared within UK. I mean, specifically UK, I know so many people. Mm. And I'm not talking Muslims, non-Muslims as well. Yeah. That they are go- they're, they're preferring to go to... Saudi, yeah. they're preferring to go to uh, to UAE, Abu Dhabi, um, and I'm sure countries like Qatar and Kuwait yeah. are going to be in the pipeline yeah. with the development that they're doing. Yeah. What did you find? Uh, I mean, do they have expat communities? Because um, that's what we always hear, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I asked the same question. Yeah. You know, what's happened to to Saudi Arabia over the last sort of four to five years? And one of the things is, you know, let's put aside the politics and yeah, of all course. of that, right? Yeah. So. Uh, Muhammad bin Salman has has really reformed um, the nation uh, inside out, yeah. right? So, um, for example, each of the regions were ruled by a sort of a prince. Okay. So he's taken a lot of control of that in so terms of the laws. Everything. The laws are being centralized, right? Okay. So, for example, you had the the moral police. Yeah. I mean, that's just gone. Disappeared. Okay. Right. The so, morality police. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's given a lot of people a lot of freedom. So, you know, you wouldn't be able to even conceive of, of having a lady sit next to you on another table, even yeah. with their own family. Uh-huh. They'd be cordoned off and all of okay. that. 
that that yeah. doesn't exist anymore um so that has really enabled a lot of the foreigners to say well you know that is something that we want to start to to look at for, as a, as a not only as a holiday destination mm. but maybe we can work there as well um let's look about the economics right yeah. he's put so much his 2030 vision um has enabled a lot of investment right and foreign companies are going in and and they're actually they're actually responding to him Yes, I mean the I'm t- I'm telling you the the flights that I've been on three flights okay. and they're all full of foreigners. Oh wow. Which I was I was like pleased to see it's quite shocking. Yeah. But um in the hotels as well, mm-hmm. full of foreigners and you can see a lot of investment going into that country. Um technology, right? 98% I think I may have mentioned it last time. Yes, 98% that, yeah. is now digital. Wow. Right? I mean I um got a visa within 5 minutes. Yeah. I mean it's, it's unheard of. You put all the details in, they check it and it's done. Um so I think those are the reasons why people are now thinking well this is another destination for us. The 2030 vision is really to attract more investment. It's funny you say that because we just uh, um a couple of weeks ago or last week I think it was we celebrated uh, the festival of sacrifice, the feast of sacrifice. Um which is all about the pilgrimage and uh, in fact it was I think uh, it was a radio show who actually were saying that a lot of travel agents were complaining that the modernization that MBS has brought in Saudi Arabia has actually put a lot of travel agents who made their money because of the pilgrimage it's actually put them out of business because yeah. now everything is he's digitized everything yeah that's right so for example you talked about the you know, going on holiday to Mauritius right, right? Yeah. booking.com that's exactly what i did before that's yeah. what i'm probably planning to do again yeah. and it's given more control to the to the people now the thing that i also wanted to mention was that the youth Yeah. right and that's probably going to be a topic it is, yes. that we're going to be talking about you never used to see the youth working right yeah. now the youth are taking so much pride in in the service industry whether it's at the airports or whether it's you know uber um uh security for example there's a law now mm-hmm. that any security position within Saudi Arabia has to be by delivered by the indigenous population right wow and the youth love it because they have more control they take pride in it and that's been a big change um uh, over the last sort of 4 uh, 5 years that are, that that I've been told right that's amazing i'm happy you mentioned the 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 word youth from 10:30 onwards that's going to be our topic of the morning it's an important topic and i would urge if you're a youngster um boy or girl and i think i want to emphasize that in fact me and brother adil were talking about this uh, just before the show whenever we talk about the youth engagement we tend to ignore that 50% of this world are women we have daughters we have sisters there are young girls out there who are also um facing challenges hence why we are doing this show this morning we are going to be talking about youth engagement from a holistic point of view clearly there are concerns and challenges which are being faced by parents and but more importantly there are real challenges that are being faced by the youth um we forever sit here and talk about youth services we talk about youth clubs we talk about oh the lack of provisions well that doesn't resolve the problem that doesn't resolve the issue with so many restrictions on provisions there still has to be a solution and we are welcoming youth boy or girl call in tell us What is it that you are looking for? What will it take for you to engage as a productive member of society? What challenges do you think 
the youth of today face in respect of engaging with their parents. We're not to, we're not going to be looking to to have a blame game here. It isn't about is their fault or that fault. We're looking for solutions. The reason we look for solutions is because Islam is a is a beautiful religion. It is a way of life, and Islam is there to provide solutions. It has it provides tools and techniques, not just for parents but for the youth, uh, to successfully engage with each other. So we're going to try and decipher uh, this massive topic in in a matter of 40 minutes to an hour uh, and, but we're going to try and just touch on it and maybe come back later on but i would love to hear your views give us a call 0208-687-7878 or join us on our social media platforms at voice of islam uk from 10:30 onwards we will have um uh, some young imam who, who has been active in promoting and and engaging with the youth um, and and kind of trying uh, to find out um, what will it take what are the challenges they face and the challenges we're talking about are not oh financial we haven't got this we haven't got that the the, the topic of the decade has been mental health all of these things lead to mental health and we always also talk about how mental health has a uh, is intertwined with physical health so i would love to hear from you 0208-687-7878 come and i'm not saying i've got the answers for you but i i i want to know what is it that you are looking for that that will make you engage um with the parents within the family unit within um within the society within the communities that you are living in Again, 0208-687-7878. Uh, from 10.30 onwards, do try and give us a call. But, Brother Adil, um, it's, uh, it's, been a, it's been a busy week politically. Let's look at what's been happening. What's the newspapers are saying? Um, if I may kick off, uh, the I um, edition of the weekend has talked about Mickey Mouse versus Home Office. Angry Tories turn on minister for painting over asylum cartoons. Uh, backlash among conservative MPs after Robert Jenrick's orders removal of Disney murals at a children's asylum centre because they were too welcoming. I mean, is that... Okay, there we go. There's the problem of today's youth engagement. <laughs> yeah, Our leaders are bickering uh, over Disney murals and because we are welcoming people who are in need. Yeah, I mean, if you if you read the, if you read the news, it says you know officials accuse him of of competing with his boss, the Home Secretary Swala Braverman, uh, to be the toughest on migration. Um, with with you know while Nigel Farage is calling calling him mean, right? So nobody wants. to... Can you imagine that? I look, don't. I don't really look, care about what Nigel no, no, talks about. I but. know, but it. But how bizarre is that that Nigel Farage is saying? Yeah, it's mean. To the who? The migrants. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's saying it's it's just pr- no to 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 the to um, uh, Robert Jenrick. Right? Okay, he's saying that he's being you're being mean. He's being mean. Being yeah, mean. yeah. So uh, I don't think they have anything better to to, to do and, and talk about. Honestly, I'm just it's flabbergasting. Yeah, it, it is. It's you know now if you look at what uh, what's happening um, with Rishi, you know now now they're saying hey by the way you need to start talking up. Brexit. You know, it's election time coming yeah. up. You need to start talking about Brexit and how good it is. And, you know, because we won 80 seats 
um, uh, so so you just start talking this up. And again, I just feel um, they're completely missing the point of what's what you know Brexit has done to this nation. Um, and uh, and again, you know, the the world of politics is coming in. So so next year is. Um, is going to be it is next year isn't it the election time yep. is next year right so again well they're saying they're all, spring uh, 2024 yeah, yeah so again this is something that uh, to watch out for and i'm sure there's going to be a lot more news on this uh, to to remind people that how wonderful brexit was and i'm sure the elections are going to say something different um i know that the by elections are as are coming up in some of the uh, some of the um, uh, parts of the country and and they're worried they're really worried that they're losing they will be starting to losing seats as well um, I want to briefly touch on um, the tragic news of um, what happened in uh, Wimbledon Common. The eight-year-old girl that was killed at a tea party at her school in Wimbledon on Thursday. Um, very, very tragic, um, very tragic news for the parents. Um um, may Allah uh, give them solace and comfort on this tragic, tragic loss uh, of this little girl, um, and that's been making that's been making the news over the last few days. Um, the other news uh, is um, you've heard of Goomba, um, you've heard of Threads, yes, right? Yes. So, <laughs> yes. so um, uh, you know it's well, it had to happen eventually. Right. I mean, Twitter couldn't kind of. Um, uh, rule the world on its own. Couldn't have a monopoly on these on on, on such platforms. So Mark, Mark Zuckerberg has been you know accused of being cut and paste, right? So there's a lot of parody Twitter accounts um, that basically are you know saying that he just and anything that he wants to wants to take over. He's not he's not a how should I put it? He 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 is not an innovator, right? He just takes whatever's there, copies it. Uh, and tries to make it his own, right? So Threads is another, um, supposed to be another competitor of of, of, of Twitter. So let's see um, how that plays out in the social media as well. Um, again, I'm just uh, reading through this. The FT Weekend is talking about uh, Jeremy Hunt rules out pre-election tax cuts. Typically, you know, when you get closer to uh, election time, lots of goodies are thrown at the public. Um, but in this case, you know, Chancellor to reveal pension savings reform, uh, taming inflation remains top priority. Obviously, the interest rates, everybody knows the interest rates are, are going up. And from what I've read in the newspapers is that it may go up to 6.5 percent. Um, and, uh, you know, in this case, you know, the Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, has ruled out any big pre-election um, tax cuts this autumn warning that um, he must double down on the inflation, which is currently around 85 8.4%, because um, that is the marker that they use um, to control the interest rate, right? So the interest rate has been historically been very low for the last, I would say, 15, 18 odd years. Um, so hovering around about the 2%, even below 2% during COVID. And now it's skyrocketed to, you know, it went over 10%. They started putting the interest rates up massively. They did 0.5% um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And now they're talking about even more um, interest rate hikes uh, to bring down inflation. Um, so, you know, I've had to 
I think you're going through the same thing as well. I've had to remortgage. It was the discussion we were having just before um, yeah. the the show. The scary part is, I mean, me and brother Adil, I mean, we're blessed in the sense that uh, we we don't complain. We're not in a position to complain. We kind of um, are able to absorb changes within the system. But it makes me wonder how are people surviving people were already um living on a day to day on a pound to pound basis and i'm talking people who had good quality of life who had a good standard of life suddenly are in a position where they are having to contact citizen advice bureau they are having to contact um their lenders they are having to contact the banks to say look um it's becoming unsustainable and i'm not talking um people who um in in everyday life i'm talking mm. about uh, office workers managers people who are of standing within society mm. who thought that their incomes were of a level where they would never ever have yeah. to go through such cir- such circumstances and i think that's where I I I feel sad that our governors our people the people who lead us are missing the point here. This isn't your run of the mill, you know, austerity and and uh, and people who oh everyone's moaning because they don't have money anyway. No no, we're talking affluent people yeah. who were affluent. Suddenly the affluency has gone has disappeared. Squeeze. Absolutely. There's a huge squeeze taking place and I know of of people who have told me that there's a decision whether to eat yes or to have enough money to travel to work. Yeah. Right? And they've been rationing at home and I'm I've just I was shocked. It is um, shocking because you know people who are who who have suffered because of austerity. Yeah. they the reason they don't complain in a sense is because you know they've gotten used to the suffering and it's so sad to say that but they didn't have enough before this economic nonsense happened so imagine if they didn't have enough before how they would be what they would be uh, what they would be suffering at this moment in time with bills quadrupling not doubling quadrupling rents doubling shopping going up by 20% the basics we're talking eggs bread uh, milk going up by 20% your traveling costs has gone up your um your every, your council tax has gone up what is it that has not gone up yep. and and, it, and that- it, it 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 it's it worries it's it's scary Yeah I mean if you if you look at the strikes and a lot of us will be wondering you know the the whole of July pretty much is going to be full of strikes yeah. whether it's the consultants whether it's the 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 junior doctors whether it's the nurses um and and we may complain to say well you know they they they're going on strike and it's a big risk to the NHS but you know a junior doctor is earning 14 pounds an hour right i mean 
a a a that's, menial that's job, criminal. right? A menial job for a receptionist or um, you know, working in Sainsbury's, for example, or whatever. You know, that would probably command that kind of salary. Come on, um, somebody who's there, who's trained to save lives, has been given pittance in terms of uh, salaries. Is is uh, to me, it's. Uh, I don't really understand that, and there has to be some parity. And you compare yourself to other countries. There, uh, you know, they, they, the teachers, the doctors, um, the people that are, are in public service are, are given good salaries, right, for a reason. Um, and so it's 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 a you know again, there's an imbalance in society, and that needs to be. And I thought, you know, this is what the government's for, right? Yeah. This is why we pay our taxes. That you create a a um, a society for all, not for the, for, for, for the sum. So, um, trying times, and one hopes and prays that uh, may Allah enable us to survive um, these challenging times, and and uh, may Allah guide our our leaders in a in a way that uh, they they do exactly what Brother Adi just said. You know, um, uh, create a society not for the few but the many. Uh, in fact, for all, where people don't have to rely on handouts, uh, because it's not just about money; it's about dignity. I think people forget. Most people, pride and dignity is very important, and and people are losing yeah. it not because of something they've done. Correct. It's yeah. about what people who have made these decisions. They've done this. So, as, as I said, I, I don't want to carry on on, on uh, you know, saying this, but one hopes and, again, one prays that uh, may Allah protect us in these, in these challenging times and protect everyone. Um, and may Allah allow, Allah allow the government to provide the provision necessary um, that is needed by the vulnerable, because in these kind of scenarios, the vulnerable and the disabled and people who really need it get forgotten. Mm, absolutely. Um, so may Allah protect them all. Before we go on a quick break, brother, Adil, uh, it's something that, uh, in fact, it was I think the day before yesterday. The AI, the the drone army, Geneva AI, uh, the AI conference, which is being run by drones, which are be- is being run by AI personnel. You don't know about it? No. Come on, no. man! You no. need to get up with. I'm more focused on Wimbledon, where I oh. where IBM is um, is is the key sponsor and provides a lot of the AI technology, and uh, we're actually we've launched uh, generative AI Watson X, and what the, what we're doing right now at Wimbledon is we're provi- providing predictive analysis on the players, right? Okay. So saying, well, what chance, for example, Andy Murray had, you know. You know, going into once once the draw has taken place, and obviously the technology is being used uh, what, that you see on TV is is all run through through IBM, right? So, um, but no, I, I I wasn't aware of. Well, um, okay, the world's first robot human press conference has taken place in Geneva, okay. in Switzerland. A number of humanoid ro- robots were asked questions at the AI for for good UN summit including whether they would rebel against their creators. The field of artificial intelligence has seen significant developments in recent years, but with it, there have been concerns over its expanding abilities and how to regulate it. And uh, it's it's interesting. Um, it, it's, uh, it's something, uh, do have a look at it. 
um, you you would be like, oh my good god. Yeah, so you know, Terminator's coming true. <laughs> well, I'm just going scrolling through, and it says the Daily Star will be sensationalized. I no, don't no, really read it. Look, it says, look on the BBC website and the technology. Yeah, but it says here saying psycho robot scumbags. There you go. We promise not to kill off humans. <laughs> Expect. So, expect who's that from? Daily Daily Star. But well, okay. it's by by Brendan McFadden is saying that you know fiendishly clever robots have promised not to rebel against us humans as they are currently happy, but they would say that, wouldn't they? So, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if you hand over the but the, keys... But there's an element of truth in that, though, isn't there? Well, look, uh, forget about... Um, the way I look at it is this. Driverless cars, right? Mm. You would be foolish, right? Mm. No matter how good the AI is, you would be foolish to hand over the keys of the car to... You know, we can say that that you know airlines are being done by that, but you've got two pilots sitting in the seat who have complete control. So similarly, if you complete, if you're going to give the control over to, a, you know, a machine to drive the car, you'd be foolish to do that. Well, China has got uh, mini buses now, mm. no drivers, complete AI. Yeah. But then, how far would you go, and how good is that technology? You know, so that's that's something. Well, that well isn't really that sensible. the challenge that's being faced by? The tech world, hence why the letters that were sent out by the top uh, tech um, bosses that uh, there needs to be a, an element of control and, and a slower paced, um, correct? Um, you know, uh, workings. But there's a big element here that we're we're, we're jumping miss, the we're gun kind out of because if what's happened to the drivers then that were supposed to be driving those buses now you've got a robot doing that. What what is that person no, supposed to do? Let's look at it. Let's look at closer to home, London. Uh, the driverless car has been uh, a talk of the town for a decade now. And I think one of the biggest reasons companies like Uber and Google came into this industry was driverless cars. 100,000 taxi drivers in London alone. Can you imagine what happens to those 100,000 people who will suddenly lose their job? And that's the the downside that nobody talks about. Yeah. And there is a serious conversation that needs to be had. Well, you, you, you talk about this, right? I mean, there's an article that talks about the NHS where by 2035, you're going to have, you know, robo-docs making human, you know, medicine. Well, robo-surgery is already happening. Right. But again, there are people that are behind it that are controlling it. Of right? course. But if you completely do a carte blanche and say, well, you know, everything's going to be driven by a robot based on artificial intelligence and mm. based on machine learning. We had, you know, we did a show we'll about show machine learning, right? That's right, yeah. You know, you're only as good as the data, right? And if you're going to start to... And I'm not saying that it's a, uh, you know, again, it's going to take a while, right? A considerable amount of time. But I, I don't believe handing over the keys, in my, in my view, is a good idea. You can use AI. And look, go back to the 20s and 30s when, you know, these big servers were brought into for the Apollo program. The mathematicians that were doing all of the calculations on a piece of paper thought, you know, their jobs are gone. They had to reinvent themselves, right? Now, this, I believe should be the case with AI. There has to be somebody sitting behind it to man to manage it, not letting it get away. And my worry is that if it gets away, what do you do with it? Then? Mm. And that's when you hear these stories about, you know, the, the robots are saying, well, you're doing all right so far, but, you know, we don't know. If you, if you don't behave yourself, then something else might happen. You can't give control over to them, right? So, so yeah, it's, it's wait and see. And I think um, there's two things I think we should do. One is... 
um, in the next few shows, maybe we can talk about, you know, one thing I'm really interested in is, is women in tech and what's their opinion on this. Mm. The second is, you know, how far have we gone along with AI? Because that's another conversation we need to bring in Mahir, for example, to talk about that. Um, and thirdly, finance. I think we need to sort of I see where, where we're going with the new changes that are taking place, the interest rate rises. I know utilities have come down, yep. right? But, but, they, but they haven't. haven't They've really. come down at source, not at uh, not at the, the not in your bill. The big companies, yeah, the, the <clears throat> they are purchasing it for a lower rate now. So I've checked the and that the, hasn't been passed along yet. So the same as petrol. So July, yeah. So July, they've um, I've looked at the bills of June and July. The standing charges are the same, but the daily charges have come down by about two or three pence. Yeah. Okay. So that's now you're almost looking at pre twenty twenty two. Yeah. So the energy cap has come down. Yeah. As well, so uh, they've they've got rid of the the incentives anyway. Yes, right. But it's interesting going to see what it's going to be like in December, right? When we're same, rushing same, up the gas. It's the same comparison that we need to make in petrol because petrol mm. prices have come down. Yeah. But in the news recently, that your average driver was paying thirteen pence a litre more than they should have been doing. Thirteen pence a litre. Crazy. Standard car tank, fifty to seventy litres. Yeah, and how much we've been forking out for exactly. that? I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, somebody these things will not be ignored by the public, right? Yeah. What the utility companies have done over the last two years will not be forgotten by the public. Yeah. And same with you know our 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 uh, energy suppliers yeah. from a you know petrol and diesel and whatever they will not be forgotten no. because you know it's, at the end of the day we talk about the financial squeeze. That's right. You know. We're looking to big corporates who've earned big, billions. big, big, yeah, billions, yeah. right, to, to start to pay back. You are listening to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayum, and brother Adil. We're going to take a quick break. But before we go on a break, we are talking about youth engagement. Um, what will it take for the powers that be? What will it take for parents? What will it take for the elders, the decision makers in society? What do they need to do to engage the youth? The youth are important. Um, we, we, we seem to be ignoring um, um, our youth, and that is dangerous. The youth of a nation are the trustees of uh, posterity. That was said by Benjamin Disraeli, and people who don't know who Benjamin Disraeli was, he was the Prime Minister of Great Britain twice, and he was also the Earl of Beaconsfield under Queen Victoria. Yes, I know, it's old days, but, you know, some of the best quotes that everyone shares nowadays are from the olden days. Nowadays, the quotes that get shared are mostly pop songs, which actually <laughs> which lead to nowhere. Uh, <laughs> it's more anarchy than anything else. Ah, there you go, spoken like a true parent. Maybe, maybe I need to learn. Maybe somebody needs to call me and tell me, look, um, Mr. Q, can you... You need to. You, you you shouldn't have said that. Well, I did. Give me a call, oh, please. Oh, please do. You have to. Oh two oh eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. Please do that. Um, but Benjamin Disraeli was a Prime Minister of Great Britain from eighteen six in eighteen sixty eight and in eighteen seventy four. He played a central role in the creation of the then modern Conservative Party, not the Conservative Party that um, has been ruling us for twenty odd years. <laughs> Again, personal opinion. Um, but, uh, you know, the politics in those days were different um, than they are today across the board. Um, but I would love to hear from you. <coughs> Youth engagement. 
um, boys and girls, as Brother Radhi said. And, and also, to bear in mind, me and Brother Radhi are, you know, as Brother Radhi would like to call me, I'm the dinosaur. We are of, of age. We have children, both boys and girls. And and uh, and yes, we don't have the answers. We have. <laughs> we, we But um, I would be interested in listening to, um, you know, what what the youth has to say i i think i want um i want to hear from the youngsters we've we always talk of the elders and yes there are shortcomings there's massive shortcomings that uh, are occurring um and and i think it's time that we point them out um, and maybe if we can find some kind of uh, a middle role the islamic way which is the moderate way the middle route uh, maybe we can find some uh, middle ground between our youth and and the elders, um, and the communities and the societies to see if we can find a way forward. Um, do stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will start on the topic of the morning: youth engagement. Listening to the Voice of Islam Radio. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayum, and Brother Adil. The topic of the morning is youth engagement. And um, one of the reasons why I thought of this is I read an article, I think only last week or 10 days ago, where the Culture Secretary, uh, Lucy Fraser, she was really speaking up about the funding that, uh, that has suddenly been provided of £3 million which has been provided to support with uh, young people in arts and sports to give them opportunities um, to help them avoid bad life choices. So I thought, well, let me have a look at this. Three million pound in the scheme of things, that's not even a, a drop in the ocean. I mean, to call it a drop. And the reason I say that, since 2010, youth services have been cut by one billion so youth clubs have been closed, sports fields have been sold off, provisions in schools and colleges and universities have been taken away, which um, are part and parcel of this one billion cut. And 4,500 youth workers um, have lost their jobs. So to me, I'm not concerned with the political side of it. I'm tired of, of um, sitting here and, and the politicians don't listen. And the question that comes to mind is, it truly is up to communities. It truly is up to individuals. It truly is up to us, parents, to be the youth worker, to provide the provision in one way or the other, to look out for each other. Mm. 
Or is that just lip service? And we have got to a point where in a society, in all relationships, that lip service is the name of the game. And when it comes to action and practicalities, everything is amiss. What, what's your take, Brother Adil? So I've been thinking about this and thinking about my time as a youth. And, and um, you, you have a lot of challenges. You know, at that time, there were challenges. Mainly, it was alcohol, drugs, bad company, bad society. Um, nowadays, there are more emphasis on on social media vices um, because there's so much free accessibility to information. Um, and if you don't have guru, good uh, mentors, right? You talked about uh, the youth leaders; they were they were seen as mentors in society, right? Yeah. Um, you talk about um, parents, their responsibility shifting to the parents, yes, to a certain extent, um, to to ingrain them in good moral values and upbringing. Uh, and we'll come on to that when we talk about the Islamic point of view. But then when you look at the youth today, they are more influenced by their own peer group. Hmm. And if you don't have that peer group, I mean, the parents, you know, uh, do their best as much as they can. But, you know, if, if, if the youth is spending time, you know, eight hours, 10 hours a day outside of the house, um, you know, and you're only conversing with your children, maybe less than... 15 minutes in a day where do you think the influence is going to be you, you mentioned so, that children are engaging with the peer group do you think that's out of choice or they have no other alternative because that's the only avenue left that they can get maybe like-mindedness it's more about like-mindedness because you know you, you wouldn't necessarily be hanging around with a 60 year old hmm. right um or, no, so what, peer, what i'm saying is what should, shouldn't that be also um, that like-mindedness, that understanding needs to be a, a parent's responsibility as well? So that's more about awareness and, okay. and having discussions about uh, the wrongs and rights and the do's and don'ts. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, and and that's and that's fine. But then when the, the, the youth um, steps out of the house, mm. then you tend to think, well, you know, who are they socializing with? You, yeah. you, you tell them, look, you need to have, for example... If you put a, a banana next to an unripened mm. fruit, you will you will see over a period of time very quickly that the fruit will ripe itself because of the quality of the banana. Okay, because of that. So um, there's an Urdu proverb, and I don't know how to say this in English, um, but you know, if you the company you keep has an influence on you. Yeah. There's there's no doubt about well, one this. bad apple. Will ruin the whole basket. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 so that's why. So, if you, if that youth now steps out, and we talk about um, uh, these youth clubs, the purpose was that 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 youth has a purpose that their per youth can then go and get attached themselves to, let's say, a boxing club or a hockey club or a cricket club. May, or may I ask else. a question? Yes. I like the example you gave, the bad apple. But isn't that the problem of today? We are very judgmental and we decide for our kids what a bad apple is. And we, we judge that bad apple from our own mindsets, from our own standards. If they don't fall within the remit that we think. And I'm taking away morals, ethics and values here. Mm. I'm talking way of life in a sense where we talk of, of things that need to be done. 
we decide who the bad apple is. And they're probably mm. not a bad apple in their cho- in their children's mind. No, but you're then you're calling into question. Um, you're calling into question the fact that well, how does a parent know? So that's a and, bad and apple, that's my pro- right? and that's the thing. But the thing is, how do how are we guided by that? Well, I'm glad right. you asked that question about guidance because we've just been joined by uh, two 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 um, young. Oh, okay, let me say, it. let me let me rephrase that. One young imam, Therefore, <laughs> Therefore. one one young imam and one middle-aged man who is an old compadre. We have with us uh, Imam Faiz Nasir, who is um, a, a good friend to the show, and <coughs> I've got my compadre here. Who does Friday Tribe Time with me, Imam Raza? Good morning and peace be on you, gentlemen. Assalamu alaikum. Thank you so much. Firstly, um, you know, say what needs to be said is thank you so much. I know you guys are busy, um, and Saturday is a very busy time for you guys. So I'm, I'm grateful um, that both of you have joined us. But it was, this was an important topic, and you guys are key uh, in this topic. We are talking about youth engagement. We're talking about why the youth are not engaging. Um, and we sit, you know, me and Brother Adil, we sat here, we said, we always talk about why the youth is wrong, but we never talk about what is it that, what's the solutions? We never ask the youth. We talk about parents, we talk about the community, we talk about the government, we talk about everything, mm. but we never talk about, well, hold on, what is it that the youth need? And again, Brother Adil had a good point earlier. We always tend to ignore that girls are part and parcel. Of the youth, fifty hmm. percent of this world is girls. They have the same challenges, if not more, than some young guys. And you know, we're asking people. You know, now I'm confident in saying, please do give me a call because we have two young, beautiful imams with us um, who may be able to shed some light on, on this topic. Oh two oh eight six eight seven seven eight seven eight. Give us a call, and uh, um, I would love to. And and you know, there's there's no right and wrong answer here. I don't know from my point of view as a parent. I am open-minded enough to say I'm, I'm willing to learn. So, gentlemen, just before you came in, Brother Adil made a very good point about how parents try uh, to ensure that children don't mix with bad apples. And, I, and my question was, and, and I'll be honest about this, um, black sheep, everyone there talks of this narrative of someone's a black sheep in a, in a family. Mm. Everyone has one. All families have a black sheep. And somebody decides, oh, that's a bad apple. In today's day and age, is it the parent who decides who's the bad apple within a family, whereas your child might not think of that person as a bad apple? So I wanted to f- finish off what I was yeah. saying, right? I don't think it's about um, uh, calling somebody a bad apple, but if they fall into um, certain uh, immoral habits, okay, okay? Uh-huh. let's call it that, immoral <coughs> habits, um, how do you not only uh, try to help that individual come back to the right path, whatever that is, uh-huh. right? For example, if you talk about smoking or drugs, mm-hmm. you know, we in society generally consider that as being uh, immoral because it could lead to um, certain other additional bad habits, mm-hmm. right? So we all generally agree with that. Agree with that. Drinking at um, a, an age, right, in Islam it's forbidden, but generally in society, drinking at a certain age, let's say if you're 15, 16, is considered to be a bad habit okay that's what's considered generally so so to try and help individuals not fall into those bad habits and do good good deeds for example 
you know, helping in society, in flourishing and the betterment of society is what we generally would agree that it would be considered as good moral values. And I think that's something that, um, for example, you talked about these youth centers. My view is that that's where you would have people come in and be amongst their peers. Now, because you've taken that off, mm. now that $1 billion or pounds is gone, those 450,000 youth leaders are gone, there's a big vacuum that is now being um, filled up by what, mm. right? Every good, you know, that if, if you're trying to take something bad away, you need to fill that in with something else, yeah. right? You can't just leave that vacuum. Mm. So if something good has been taken away, mm. it's gonna be filled by something. Now, if you leave the youth to make that decision, right? Um, you know, where do you think that's going to go? And I think that's a really important point that I want to make. And that's something I would love to hear from our um, our two brothers here as well. You know, how, what do we do? What does Islam say about this? How have we've done, what have we've done over the last 120 years mm. history of the Hamdi Muslim community? What have, what have our, our, our spiritual leaders have told us and guided us over the years? I'm going to come back. To, I want to come back to that right at the end. Because I want to talk about, and I agree with you, you're 100% right, but I do disagree with you too because my perspective on the the issues you've talked about, I mean, I'll put my cards on the table. I think most people who listen and they know me, they know that I am previously the supposed bad apple, the black sheep who came good from my point of view. Um, I look at things in a very different manner uh, because in today's day and age, the bad apple is someone who, oh, in, in from a student point of view, um, he's an apprentice. He's not going to university. He's gone to job at 16. He's deemed as not somebody suitable enough to go and be friends with. We are making judgments on our youth. We're not supporting them because they don't follow the narrative of our thought pattern. But again, that's just my opinion. You guys are young imams. You are active in the community. So if I may come to you, Brother um, uh, brother Faiz, um, <clears throat> what? Where are where 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 are me and Adil wrong here? I think uh, you know sometimes you're right. We we have a th- thought pattern, mm. and uh, because some something is not working according to the way we feel it's right, we think it's wrong. Yeah. Whereas other people have, you know, similar ways of, you know, there's good in every human being. Yes. So sometimes if somebody is like off the track you may think and just slightly off the track you may think oh um you know because he's doing what he's doing um he's not doing the right thing whereas we fail to sort of understand the person uh the you know the person himself like for example we recently traveled to usa okay and um there was a football tournament called the mist uh which stands for masrur international sports tournament and it's That's not, within the community. Within the community. Mm-hmm. And uh, the whole purpose of that tournament is to bring in uh, different countries together. So members of the communities which uh, you know are residing in different countries across the world, they sort of come in with their teams. Um, and you know the, the, the whole aim is to sort of create a, a brotherly atmosphere um, and uh, you know just get to know each other. Now, during this trip... Uh, so many so i i i was jo- i was asked to join uh, this trip as a, as a missionary mm-hmm. uh, and also sort of manage the one of the football teams so we took two football squads 
and the aim was to sort of manage one of the football teams. But the main pur- purpose was to just sort of keep everyone together, keep everyone in line, and you know, sort of, you know, go speak to the youth or reach t- down to them at their level, sort of uh, find out, you know, what their day-to-day concerns are, you know, if somebody's willing to open up, sort of, you know, let them speak, give them solutions to their problems. And so many, so many youngsters, and it was crazy because, I'm saying crazy because when I was at their age, we sometimes didn't have people to go to. We couldn't go to our parents because that's judgment one ah, one. Okay, that's judgment one that, Okay, you you've kind of the first yeah. step. We couldn't go. We to couldn't our parents. go to. Our, and I'll come back to that because there's yeah. a reason for that as well. Okay, there's a reason okay. for that as well. And me and me and uh, Imam Raza, we talk about this a lot. You know, when we when we're sitting t- down together or when we go to each other's houses, whatever. We don't want to be those parents anymore. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So there has to be like a barrier. There has to be a change. But I'll, we'll come back to that we'll later. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll talk about that in more detail. <coughs> so then, a lot of a lot of young um, youngsters, they would sort of come up and say, uh, "Faisal, do you, you know? Do you have a minute? Can I just sit down with you? Can I share something with you?" And I, you know. I, I mean, we did want to win the football. That's, that was one of the main reasons why I went there. <laughs> but. You know, but it was a good driving oh, tool to engage yeah. with people. But the thing is, after like day one or two, when so many Khudam just sort of stepped forward, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give these guys time. Khudam, Khudam within Khudam the community are youth. Youth, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give these give these guys time, and I'm going to like try to understand and listen to them, and and then and then during the journey when we were flying, when we were in the plane, um, during the mass times, I would just then you know sort of humble myself and say, look, God. There's like youngsters gonna come to me in the next, you know, over the next ten days, and I'm supposed to be the one guiding them or helping them in their in their in their problems. Mm-hmm. So you know, enable me to do justice, sort of, you know, to explain whatever they need or tell them whatever they want or give them the the right answers. I don't want to misguide them or, or, or provide them some <coughs> kind of remedy. Yeah. So please help me in that, right? And I think that worked magic, like. Youngsters came. For example, I'll give you an example. I'm not gonna, you know, mm. no names or anything. There's a youngster who came, and he, um, he had this e-cigarette. You call it? Okay. Yeah, the electric. Yeah. Yeah. So he had one of those in his hand, and he said, "Oh, you know, do you mind if I if I use this?" And I said, "Look, go ahead. Mm. You know, if that's what you want to do, then just go ahead." And he said, oh, you know, he was just shocked. He, uh, you know, the fact that I just gave him sort of permission. Because yeah. look, if I tell him, oh, no, no, it's not good for you. It's not, yeah. I'll start giving him a lecture. It's not time to he's do that. He's already like, you know, he's he's already looking for somebody mm. to speak to. Yeah. And that wasn't the right yeah. answer. It was the first interaction. Anyways. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought, and I think this this sort of, this sort of um, answer came because I was constantly trying to pray to God mm. to sort of enable me to give them the right directions. Whereas if any of you came to me and said, do you mind if I do this? Mm. You know, I would be like, you know what? Either you're out or I'm out because yeah. I don't want you to do this near me. That's right. Right. But at that moment, it was just like, go ahead. But then I said, immediately, I said one one thing to him. I said, look, you're one of the senior players in the team. Mm. So if you do this in front of the youngsters, you're kind of giving them a gateway. Yeah. That, oh, it's OK for us to do that. Whereas it's not OK for us to do that. I'm just I'm just allowing you to do it because... I know there's no way out for you. And he said, oh, you know, this is not the case. It's not the case. So I used to, I used to, I used to do, I used, I used to be at a level where I was doing drugs. Mm. And, uh, you know, 
And this is, you know, the point I mentioned earlier on where there's good in everyone. We yeah. just need to find it. And that sort of proved, you know, that the the point for me on 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 that day. So he goes, there was a time where I was doing drugs and uh, I'd come home and I'd be high and then my mom would just sort of know and she would start crying and I'd feel bad and then, you know, my dad smelt it on me and, uh, you know, it was, it was terrible times and, you know, I knew I was letting my mom and dad down but I didn't want to do it. But, they weren't saying anything as well. Maybe they didn't, you know, want to break my heart, or they didn't want to upset me. So there was there was this barrier yeah. that was being created between between me and my parents. Whereas my parents, all my life, have sort of supported me in everything that I was doing. And he goes, that that's something that maybe that's one of the things that made me realize that I need to, you know, sort of step out of this. So he goes, I I I, I came off drugs. I came off you know the weed and everything and then i sort of went into cigarettes which was like the next phase of my life and then where i was smoking like um three four he said three four packs a day i don't know how much that is in quantity but he said three four packs a day yeah, uh, 40 to 60 yeah oh. that's that's quite a lot yeah right. yeah don't look at me like that <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not looking at any of all of you especially brother Adil yeah yeah I know we'll get back to that I'm just like, looking at your I lovely did, face no 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 because I did say that he's, like, he's know, just did, looking at I, the, I am the original bad boy <laughs> no, no, the black just, the, the, you know the, the bad sheep, apple the black sheep <laughs> yes so uh, you know my next phase was sort of 30, uh, three to four packs a day and then I, I sort of you know calmed down on that and I, I, I wanted to reduce that and um uh I, I want you to hold that thought yeah, because okay. we are coming up to the hour. We're going to go to a very quick news break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to get Imam Faiz and Imam Raza to continue um, with, uh, with this fantastic topic, uh, engaging the youth. So do stay tuned. You're listening to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayoum, Brother Faiz, Brother Raza and Brother Adil. We'll be right back after news. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Live with myself, Kayoum, Brother Adil and joining us to this morning, uh, two wonderful guests, Brother Imam Raza and Brother Imam Faiz. And just before the break, uh, Imam Faiz was actually giving us a live example of, of uh, how to engage with the youth and how he successfully has done that. But Imam Faiz, apologies for... No, 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 that's um, absolutely for the, fine. For the break. So I was, just, I was just mentioning a story that, um, that sort of happened when we, when we traveled to USA. And um, this this uh, young um, youngster who who ste- sort of stepped forward, and he wanted he, you know he wanted some help and guidance. So he was telling his story, whereas he was on drugs, and then he sort of moved on to cigarettes, and then he he sort of moved on to the next or the last phase of 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 his sort of journey, which was the e e wave or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. And he was like, oh, you know, at the beginning I used to get the heavy ones, which are slightly stronger. Now I've reduced that as well, so I'm on this, this the one that has less. I so don't it know. was a process he was following, yeah, yeah, in getting off of these bad things. But the ultimate point is that why why did all of this happen? Mm. That's it. Why did all of this happen? The reason why he he went on this journey is because there was goodness in his heart. Number one, he didn't want to upset his parents. He knew he was up to something which wasn't right, right? And every you know. Allah Ta'ala has, you know, God Almighty has put this uh, a sensor mm. in every human being where they sort of know when they're doing something right mm. and when they know when they're doing something wrong. And all of us have that. <coughs> and nobody on earth can, can claim that oh, I actually don't know when I'm doing something wrong. Then if, if that is the case, then there must be something completely wrong with that person mm. in terms of. But most people 
you know 99.9% of people they have they get this sensation this feeling this um you know this trembling in the heart or these uh, what they call uh, butterflies butterflies in the tummy mm. they 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 understand when they when they're up to something good you feel positive and sometimes when you when you're up to something negative you sort of feel that as well it knocks it, in your imam raza so. i'm going to come to you on this brother F- imam faiz talked about the sensor yeah that god almighty has put for that boy that sensor was triggered hmm. because he was there imam faiz well, was there well, and, uh, and, well, and i would like to were, say you were the vehicle is that what i would like to say is that for this particular case hmm. I think the sensor had already triggered yeah. a long time before within, I within yeah, himself within himself yeah and then but isn't the key that he shouldn't have had to go through this journey because he got lost somewhere yes yes and, and the reason I want to come to you because I know you you work in the field you're actively mm. in the mm. community dealing with these things on a daily basis daily basis where where where's that where's the where's the breakage and Would you say that I am wrong to say that we tend to brush things under the carpet as parents as communities as and because we think oh okay yeah. um this will eventually go away on itself. on on that there's there's a slight difference right? okay um so you have you have certain types of parents okay um one type you will have will say oh my son doesn't do that yeah um there's Did no I? way there's no way my son or my daughter could ever do that yeah And then there's others who publicly shame their even their own children. Okay. I've seen that so myself. One extreme well. to another. One extreme to another. And then there might be some in between. Look, as parents, our job is whatever you want to say, it is our job to guide our children, yes. right? We are the ones who are supposed to know right from wrong. Hmm. Us. So His Holiness, for example, Hazrat Mirza Masood Ahmed, the current Caliph of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, I've I've read through so many of his speeches and his sermons where he starts with this very point: that you are the parent, you are supposed to be the role model for your child. Mm. If you are behaving in a in a in a certain way, your child is definitely going to pick that up. If you're not going to sleep early and you're watching TV and you're watching movies or you're just staying up late on your phone. till i don't know in the middle of the night and you tell your children to go to sleep because they can't you know they're not allowed to do it for for some reason or another then that is hypocrisy mm. so i'm reminded of one incident that is only is mentioned in one of his speeches which is actually quoted by the promised messiah the founder of the ahmadiyya muslim community so there was a a man who um was basically being executed. Mm. And he was asked about his last wish and he said I want to see my mother. So the mother came and she basically was you know sitting right next to him and he said that I want to I mean this this is this is an old story so I mean this might sound weird but he, he said I want to kiss your tongue, mm. right? So she stretched out her, th- her her tongue and the man bit off the tongue. And she's crying and 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 you know in pain and what not. And the people around him as well, they were blaming him. What kind of person are you? I mean, you're being executed. Here is your own mother and you're biting off her t- tongue. What is wrong with you? So then he told why he did it. And he said when I was young, 
my and whenever I did something wrong, and people came and complained to my mother, she said, "No, this is not my son. He he would never do that. You are the ones who are wrong. This is my son, and he would never do that." And I was encouraged to do one thing after the other, and I was encouraged to do one thing after. So one thing led to another. Mm. Just like in your story, he started off with I don't know one thing, and then progressed. Sometimes you start off with the top thing, and then you digress. In his case, he went all this way where he became one of the most notorious thieves and thugs of the area. Mm. And he said, "If my, if you had not encouraged me, if you had guided me, you were my mother. If you had guided me." that this is wrong and this is right if you had stood up against me and not encouraged me and not um defended me against everything evil that i've done i wouldn't have ended in in, in, this, in this place position. yeah which is right w- which is absolutely right yeah but you have to find the middle way you need to know how you know you the 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 issue that i had with the things that were said in the beginning m- maybe intentionally or unintentionally where the youth went wrong where yes. they went wrong that's right this is the first thing that nobody wants to listen yes. if if the older generation look you've been there yes. i've been there yeah. right if the generation before you is telling you oh you're this you're this you're this you're this basically you're you, you're lazy you're useless plus i think the the problem is that nobody seems to see the positive everything is on a negative it's it's all about criticism that's right, right. So you never ever if you want to tackle a problem this is not how you start and there's no reward imam faiz didn't no, say like, well done yeah imam faiz didn't say oh this is bad get away from me exactly right? but but that and that's in where reality, it starts that's what happens and this is wrong i mean look i i, t- I tend to disagree on this one as well okay right? because no, okay. it is changing it is changing mm-hmm. i think nowadays parents today mm-hmm. as 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 he said they learned from the mistakes i wouldn't say the the mistakes intentionally committed by the previous generation or you know our parents or what not they just didn't know you have to think about See, this I, is I, I no, no 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 hold on hold yeah. on L- let me finish this you are coming into a society mm-hmm. which is not yours you're a, you're in a, in a new country in a new environment most uh, most of cha- us have challenges are different most the of challenges us. that they had we you can you can look at it both ways the challenges have increased yeah but our knowledge has increased as well at the same time see that would apply to someone of my age in uk hmm uk's fourth gen- third fourth generation the parents of the today's youth were born here No 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 not for everyone not for no, everyone but but generally across generally, the board generally yeah see i'm not talking about youth just community wise i'm talking youth across the board here we have issues with youth in united kingdom and i'm tired of hearing you, that youth are at fault the, yeah that's that's the first thing that you need to address yeah. you if you start blaming and pointing fingers but that's what's happening the dialogue is never going to happen right what the other party is going to, to shut do? up yeah um and shut off everything that that is you know the, the receptor to to continue that dialogue our They politicians just... are writing books about how our youth are lazy yeah that's just not that's what is that supposed to be a, a positive uh, for for our youth when they hear that on look the up to an extent that's that's all also stepped in a little bit you now youth uh, maybe 
you know, 20, 30 years ago was slightly different to the youth today. Today, you've got video games, you've got... The challenges phones, are different. You've got Completely media, different you've challenges. You've got so many different attractions. And, uh, you know, youngsters, um, they go through those. Uh, I was just on YouTube the other day and I was watching this video. <gasps> you were on YouTube? Yeah. That's I, it. You're I'm a human being. On the naughty well. step. I go, I go You're going to be on the he's naughty got a step. Life. He's got a life. <laughs> Damn, I'm, I'm the black sheep in the room now. <laughs> See, in, in our days, it used to be the TV. Yeah, Do you mean they could you watching TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I was watching... Jello, get, get to bed. I was, I was, I was watching this uh, video on YouTube and um, somebody was asking a, a girl, uh, you know, sort of what, what she would want in a man. Mm. And... The answer was quite simple, and she said, "Look, I don't want a man who's lazy, who plays video games all day, mm-hmm. who doesn't make any money, who who doesn't, who is not bothered to to do to help in the household chores, um, who's not going to take care of me. I want stability. I want I want respect. And that's the same thing with youth today. If they don't have that, and uh, and a lot of it is because of video games and social media and all these attractions that." people sort of go through they tend to become lazy that becomes because look if 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 we're talking third or fourth generation yeah. that means your parents those youngsters that means their parents are doing really well in the country yep. they're probably house owners they they um they're making good money mm-hmm. right and uh, that's look, where I'm, that's I'm, where the it, i mean it is a factor it is a factor you can disagree if you want and i would love to listen to your side of the story as well because i learn a lot from you and i i i, I like the way i learn different a hmm. uh, different viewpoint from you but that is something that is there and you cannot disagree with that no no i'm not disagreeing with it i just think look academic excellence and money is not is not uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for we assume that it has an impact. Of I'm course, telling you. I'm not saying it doesn't. Because that ultimately leads you to the f- the circle of friends that you have and the society that you. And those those circles you, are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Those circle of friends that he's just mentioned that the the people that you hang around with, the people that you see on regular basis, the pe- the people that you're communi- communicating with, mm. every single, uh, you know, at least three four three four times in an hour. Mm. Like, oh, what are you doing? I'm doing this. Let's, right. let's jump on quad. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go on this. Yeah. All right, let's link up. Let's go to the lounge or something. That's let's right. chill out. Yeah. That's all of that is, there's no productivity in that. Mm. Whereas when we were children, number one, we didn't have those phones. Mm. Right. So like, mom, can I, can you call auntie mm. so-and-so so I can speak to her son who's my friend? And he'd be like, do you want to play football? Or do you want to, do you want to come over to my house and, you know, we play hide and seek things that <laughs> things that don't even exist anymore, right? I was tra- I was trying to teach my children hide and seek. Yes, and you heard it, hide and seek, right? <laughs> oh, um, brother, Adel, brother, I was looking. What? I'm all, uh, the only one who did hide and seek, <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, my children. So we talked we talked about holidays, uh-huh. right? So thankfully, we we booked into uh, this big big house in in Cumbria, and two uh-huh. families. We got together, uh-huh. and guess what they were doing? It was an old house. It's a massive house, and they were playing hide and seek. That's the best thing to do <laughs> right? in, in a massive house. But the the thing I want to comment about is empowerment. You empowered that individual to uh, to reaffirm the journey that he was on, which which if is you, what he was looking you, for exactly. And if you if you came back with a negative on that, that would have had a backlash. And I, I quoted this before as well. There is a book that has been written by a gentleman called Dale Carnegie. He's called How to mm. Make Friends and Influence, Influence people. people. It is a brilliant book. Mm. 
Although it talks about business, mm. but it talks about the psychology of it's the same thing. It's the same. R- it's the relationship same thing building. because we the, the, the moment somebody steps into yeah. your business, yeah, he goes through a, a six month training before he can sit in yeah. an office and actually work. Yeah. yeah, it's not possible for somebody, a graduate, to just finish university, get a job, and just immediately yeah. bang on with mm. with the work. Yeah. It doesn't happen. They go. Everyone goes through. If say, for example, if you have a business uh-huh. and you need one of your children to run it one day, uh-huh. and you know that okay, now it's the time where I need to sort of come off this and let my children just run it. Mm. You're gonna this 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 thought process isn't just on the day when you turn fifty five. No, is no. this that is gonna the day your son is born? You're gonna be like, okay, you know what? Even when he's four or five, you're yeah. gonna be, you're the way you're gonna speak to him is gonna be. Because there's a whole aim behind, That's right. right? Because one day you want him to run that business. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with the youth. One day we sort of want to see them as good human beings, helping in the society, working for each other, helping other human beings, uh, you know, being honest, being loyal to their country. Everything, all of that comes into that package. But it just starts when, when and just you'll be surprised. I mean, uh, you won't be, but maybe the listeners, that in our community, mm-hmm. it doesn't start with, with the youth. We don't start... When 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 the youth turn fifteen or eighteen, no. we have we have a auxiliary organization which is Qudam Lamdia, which is based for the youth uh, of the age fifteen to forty. Yeah. Um, but before before that, we have another auxiliary or- right. organization which is Atfal Lamdia, yeah. which are kids, children, and that starts with the age seven. of seven, yeah. seven to fifteen, right? Yes. And. Uh, if you if you look if you read as a Muslim or if you study as a Muslim or who's the who's the second caliph of the Andhya Muslim community, he's actually stated that um, terbiyat, which is um, training training of the children, it doesn't start once the child is born. He's no. gone into like it next level. Yeah. yeah, he says that when uh, so there's different stages during That's pregnancy, right, yes. and um, I think after the three month stage, he has said that the child actually develops a conscience. Oh wow. Right. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's three or six. Mm-hmm. But at one point during mm-hmm. the pregnancy, before the child is even, you know, born, born, there, 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 there's a time or there's a period where the child builds consciences. Mm. And uh, that's why he said he's uh, he's sort of uh, guided people to have conversations with their children when they're still in, in the womb, mm. um, when the woman is still pregnant. And he, his mother and this is an example that he's, he himself has written. That he, I, he, he said, when I was born, or later when I grew up, when I started reading the Quran, um, it felt like I, had or, I already know those words. Mm. It felt like I already know those verses. Or it felt like somebody had already been reading those verses out to me. Mm. And that's because his mother, when she was pregnant, she was reading the Quran so much mm. over the, nine, the period of nine months. She read it so many times that... It was in Hazrat Muslim Anhu's conscience. And when he was reading it for the first time, he felt that, oh, this is something that I've already been been through. I, I that's, know that's that as su- a fact. That mm. is super crazy. Mm. It's not right? super crazy. I'll tell you. I'll so if you, sorry, let yeah. me just finish. If you start at the age of 15, 20, it's 25, late, yeah, university sometimes. level, yeah. bro, <laughs> you th- that means you're starting with somebody who's already... F- Quite f- quite higher up in the hierarchy of darkness. I I want to I agree with and everything you guys have said. More difficult to take them back or bring them back. But I want to flip the coin here. I I'm I'm going to and again and I apologize. I'm not disagreeing with anything you guys are saying. Look, 
when I'm 15, 16, 14, the bad apple, the bad boy, and I use the word bad boy because that's it's used in in in, in everyday uh, life with with you know when kids are growing up, it's one hell of a lot more attractive when the bad boy is in front of you and you want to be you want to be mates with the bad boy because I know I was, hmm. yeah because Sorry. it's more appealing. I'm, I'm going to cut you here. You sure. can carry on, but you know the story that I was telling in USA I hadn't finished. Okay, that was sort of the next step. Okay. Of what the gentleman said to me. Uh-huh. He said to me, when I was coming to Jamaat events, when I was coming to the events of the community, yeah. I would see these youngsters who would want to hang around with me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this is this is crazy coming. And that's why I was saying that there's goodness in everyone. We just need to find it. So he said, I I used to come to these events and I would find, uh, whether they were football events or anything else, ishtamas or gatherings or whatever, there were, there were these youngsters who, who sort of found what I was doing attractive mm-hmm. and they would want to hang around with me and I was just thinking these guys are like maybe six, seven, eight years younger than me. Why do they even want to hang around? And the reason was is because he was doing he was smoking and yeah. that was attracting them, right? And he goes, That's when I when I when I really understood how <laughs> how bad of an influence I can be yeah. and I didn't want to do that. Yeah. And that's when this whole journey sort it of flipped. flipped. My question is We've talked about parents, communities, everything. I want to know what is it the youth can do. Tell me what is it that the youth individual can do. This is this is what, for example, we we do in the in in our daily job. Yes. Right? You reach out. Yep. What Imam Faiz did mm. was he lended an ear. Yes. That that's all you need to do. Okay. This is where it starts, right? But okay. the, the 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 problem is that in certain areas, in certain homes, in certain families, in certain you know countries, even you still have um, that same old thinking of let's say yeah. fifteen twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember the first week, I think, or the, one of the first gatherings of the youth that we've had in in the area where I'm serving is we had a Q&A and I mean there was random questions right but I think people realize that no question is off limits with this guy which it shouldn't be which it shouldn't be I mean you you have to imagine this is an area I was posted in an area where they didn't have an imam for a very long time yeah uh, or a resident imam at least so when the first Q&A happened I remember very, very clearly. I remember the two guys that pulled me to the side. I remember the question that they asked me and the way they asked me that question. As if it was the the most shameful, the most um, disgusting, the most you know, embarrassing, embarrassing yeah. question ever. And it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I'm on the side of the mosque. And I'm, I'm thinking, why, why, how, how come you've never found someone to ask <laughs> this, this question, question to? Yeah. And it was such a, such a silly question, not silly, but I mean, such an easy question to Did answer. Did you think, or I'm asking the question, that why haven't they been able to ask a question to their parents? No, why? I didn't think that. Why? B- because I, I know how it is. Okay. Right? What does that mean? <laughs> Look. At that stage, mm. maybe you need to, there. There has to be 
a certain, a very fine line between you and your parents. Yes, we we do say that do become friends with your parents. Mm -hmm. We do say that, and it should be that way. But I think there are certain questions, certain things that there's a, as I said, there's a very, very fine line, very, very fine line for you to ask that question to your parent or for you as a parent to to engage with your child on that question. I'm not sure if that's always such a wise idea, right? Mm -hmm. And there's, there's a very, very small line, very, very thin line, I'll tell you this. But having said that... Is that, that a cultural line? No. Okay. I'm speaking from a religious point of view here. Okay. Right? Okay. Fine. So that that's that's where I'm coming from. Culturally speaking, I, yes, that every culture is different. Yeah. But religion. The line gets thicker. The re religion applies to every. The thing is, yeah. you're absolutely right. But it's also the job of the parents to and Hazur, His Holiness Hazrat the current mm. uh, head of the Amdi Muslim community, he's mentioned it so many times on a number of occasions. Even uh, the next annual convention, which is at the end of this month, mm. on the second day, he's again yeah. going to talk about yeah. the same thing. It's like <coughs> we already know the topic of his speech, right? And he's going to mention that, and he said it so many times before, and he's emphasized on it so much that it's the parents' job to 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 be the bridge for their children, to open the doors for their children, for their children to be for their children to be confident enough to sort of step forward and open that debate or that conversation with them. I want and the youth who are listening today. I want to be. I want them to be able to walk away from listening to this program, especially listening to you, to gentlemen. Islam is easy. Islam has the solution for any challenge they might think they have in their yeah, minds. Yeah. And that there isn't anything in this world that they cannot come to and ask anybody yeah. within the fold of Islam. I mean, I want to I want to mention something and probably sure. Kuyumba, you remember this. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> our current national president, yes. um, Rafiq Hayatsar. He was the national president of the Youth Association. Youth Association. Right, yeah. And one year at a national ijtama or national youth event, mm. the attendance was so poor that um, he said, we need to do this again. Yep. And those who didn't turn up, who are distant from... Yeah, the, there was a separate... Right? Yeah. There was a separate ijtama. That's right. And I'm telling you, the change that we saw and the organizers those they were the organizers and we attended the event that's right and the change that we saw and the people that we saw are actually active members of the various auxiliary organizations well, you see today. That, I, i'm glad so, you mentioned that so so can i finish yes, sorry, sorry you talked about you know what do we do mm. right um the Amni Muslim Association and its various auxiliary organizations, not only in terms of boys, but, but the ladies, the girls as well. The girls are Nasratul Ahmadiyya yep. at the age of seven onwards as well. So yep. there's the whole organization that has been set up for them. There is a means to an end for everything. Mm -hmm. So they are encouraged to attend these. Now you're asking about what we're supposed to do. And you mentioned, you know, that His, the His Holiness specifically talks about the youth and specifically talks about the 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 mothers the role that the mothers specifically play in in a child's upbringing and 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 the men as well that's the starting point but mm -hmm. there is also a cradle outside of the house which is the Amni Muslim Youth Association that mm -hmm. takes care of that youth 
And we talked in the beginning of the program about these clubs that were, you know, the government has gotten rid of, and these youth leaders. We have youth leaders within our association that are a cradle for the boys and girls. Well, that report that I mentioned said 4,500 youth workers lost their jobs over the past 13 years because um, youth clubs had been closed down. Now, how is it that they cannot accept the fact that it's by default that's going to have an impact on the youth of today. But that's more of a political discussion, right? But what no, I no, want to focus on is... No, no, I'm talking societal. Forget about... I don't care I who think, done it. But this is the point I'm coming to, right? And this is the uniqueness of our community, hmm. is that we have... that I call that the cradle. We have that system in place that already realizes, and this is where the, the quote comes from, nations cannot reform themselves without reforming their yeah, youth, second caliph, is, 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 is yeah. so important... That we've realized that. Now you talk about the general society. They should be taking that into account and creating sub-communities that take care of the youth. Now you have the scouts group, for example, mm. right? That's a, a community in itself where youth are, are, are all the girls moving guides. to yeah, all the girls' guides. Children today are looking for an avenue of activities where they can hone in on similar sort of interests. Mm. Okay, The Ahmadi Muslim community provides that, whether it's television and media, whether it's sports, cricket, you know, you name it, it provides that. And I'm telling you, when I was a youth, we never had any of that. Brother, I agree with We never had. I, so I we've evolved. Similarly, something has to happen. Something has to happen in our society in general that we need to influence. We need to play a much bigger role now, mm-hmm. right, in our community. Not just for the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, and but a yeah. much bigger role. Thank right? you. That's the point I was going to make that... I agree with you wholeheartedly from a community point of view within the community, Abdi Muslim community. But but if there's a listener out there who's not even a Muslim, who's saying, "Well, I'm having problems with my, I'm having a challenge with my son, my daughter. What do I do?" Hmm. Hmm. And I want to know, and they want to know, how do I get my child to engage with me? And that's what I want to come to you, young guys. I Patience. Look, even in the Holy Quran, when when God Almighty is talking about how do you solve any issue that you have. For us, it's like what you pray for it. Yep. God says, "Have patience." Before, before, before you talk about prayer, you need to have patience. It's very easy. Look, I know from 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 a parent point point of view, um, how how quickly you can <laughs> you can you can lose hope, yeah. or how quickly you can get frustrated with the things that your child is doing. But you, we tend to forget that that kid is what five years old, six years old, seven years old, even ten or twelve. They're not the adult you are, mm. right? So it's, I mean, you guys know this. Uh, Par- I, I parenting is a, is a long-term game. It it's, it's, a <laughs> it's a forever it's, game. It's, it's, nope. it's a forever task. I, I, I'm a parent myself, and couple, just a couple of days ago, I, so my son, uh, Awab, who's four, he's currently reading the Qaeda, uh, which is like um, a pre-Arabic uh, sort of lessons before you start reading the actual Holy Quran. Um, and he's kind of stuck at Jazm, which is you they, know they a lot of people do, get stuck yeah. there. And I was quite I was quite worried because it's been almost almost a month now that he's stuck there, and we've tried you know the different ways for him to sort of understand. And I w- when I became really worried, I actually called um, one of the hufas in the community, which is someone who's actually memorized the whole Holy Quran, just to sort of get advice on how we can move on. And he said, he said a few different things. He said, for example, just give him a one week break, right? Just don't, you know, just don't do the lessons for a week and then let him go, come back and then sort of refresh and restart again. 
Then another thing he said is, uh, for example, um, you know, at the moment he's just using his mouth and his tongue, uh, his mouth and his eyes. Maybe you know, use your hands, use some some of your different um, what are they called. You have five senses. Yeah. Maybe use some of your some of his different senses for maybe to him, you know, for him to understand. And then at the end, he was just like, look, even namaz is something which is which is which is an which obligation is after the age of 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 ten. Mm. So why are you sort of rushing Stressing to, you so know, much, yeah. Yeah. why are you rushing so much to sort of you make, make him understand something? Which, because yeah. the thing is, Avab is so clever. Yeah, it's like when when we're reading the lessons with him, he he memorizes the pages, uh, and then that's what they do. Yeah, <laughs> and he 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 not not just one line or two lines. Like he would know the whole page off by heart, one after the other, and like and the reason why we know this is because his younger brother Zed, who's two. When he's like just walking around or walking past him, Avab's eyes are following Zed, but Z- Avab is still reading <laughs> the next word, <laughs> right? And then the next line. And then one time, I I just I just started laughing, laughing so loud, and then he he became confused. He's like, "Why are you laughing, Baba?" And I said, "Look, you're just you've memorized the whole page, yeah. <laughs> right?" So the thing is, there's there's one thing called knowing stuff yeah. and then the second thing is understanding things right sometimes there's an age and there's a time for for people to understand stuff right and you sort of have to listen to them understand what the issue is and then give them a reasonable solution so that it makes sense to them will you always be a parent i think so will you always be a parent yes Will you till the till the day I die, you never change my parents. Your parents, your parents, I guarantee you, will probably be still be asking. You, you're you still know, a child. In, in, have you eaten? In front, in front of have your you parents, you're yeah. still a child. Yeah, you're still a child. Never okay. changes. I have a problem with that. You see? Yeah, you always. Have I a think the way. I have, okay. When don't you have a problem? <laughs> be- because all you guys are the good boys. I'm not a good boy. I've never been a good boy. rebel. Look, the reason I laughed when you gave your sons a pit- example. I, on last night on the way back, I I was out of London on, on my way in. I got back one thirty this morning, so just near home, and I thought, oh, I know that car. It's my son. It's one thirty a.m. Uh-huh. Pulled up. He was standing there, and they have this supercar club and and whatnot. Hmm. I don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it's one thirty a.m. But he's in his early twenties. He is responsible, and the first thing I parked up. Um, you have a supercar as well. And, and, <laughs> I parked up and 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 uh, went up to him and I said, "That has again, Salikum, uh, peace be on you." And we just started having a conversation. And he looked at me and, and I said to him, and I smiled when I looked at him because all of his friends he introduced, oh, "This is this is my dad." I said, "All right, how's it going, guys? Nice cars, this, that, the other." And he looked at me and he goes to me, "Baba, I know." I said, "What?" He goes, "I know. Four o'clock. I have to do fajr. <laughs> I have to do my namaz." I said. That's all. I said, you could stay till 3 a.m. Remember, I don't care what you do. In, in, not in a bad sense, yeah, but yeah. in that sense. I said, as long as you know you have your prayer time, it's at that time. I shared that story this morning with my dad. Mm-hmm. And all hell broke loose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bad parent. I'm this. Why did I lecture? And I said, no, can't do that. He wasn't doing anything wrong. Yes, okay. In the scheme of things, I can say hey, he shouldn't have been out at one thirty in the morning. So you lectured this, your dad this morning. Yes. 
So I'm, can I read something, which I think yeah. is is um, maybe it's, it's related, right? Uh-huh. So this is something uh, talking about habits hinder the efforts mm-hmm. uh, of reformation, right? So uh, I'm not saying this is a habit, but uh-huh. it's something that he enjoys, right? Yeah. So His Holiness um, says that it, it established habits create hindrance in taking practical steps towards reformation. So regarding this important matter, His Holiness said. A man who is in the habit of swearing all the time and during every conversation, often he would not even realize that he was swearing. Mm. When a complaint was sent to the second caliph, uh, may Allah uh, be pleased with him, he sent for the person and asked him why he swore often. The person swore, uh, swore and asked, <laughs> who says I swear? Thus, once a habit is established, one does not realize what one is doing, okay, or what one, one is saying. Habits lead one to a state where one loses all awareness of it and all awareness is erased. However, if a person makes an effort, then he can create awareness and work to reform. If you create parallels to your father's time, right, when he was raising you, or to be honest, my reaction would be very, almost very similar to, my, to, to your dad's, right? There is a limit. Man. There is a limit mm. to what you you can and cannot allow, right? Mm. Because of you know, obviously your your son is 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 now what in his mid twenties now. No, no, he's twenty two. Twenty two. Right. Okay. So so you have you've given that flexibility, but then if it becomes a habit, it's not flexibility. But it's trust. Trust. It, trust is one thing, but if it becomes a habit, then where do you draw the line? Where where do you draw the line, right? So, so you're probably your father's probably thinking, well, you know what? Um, if he's going to stay up at three o'clock in the morning, why doesn't he do do tahajjud? Have a bit of a kip and do tahajjud. Because if he can spend that time doing this activity, why doesn't he do that? Because I don't think it's that time of his life where I need to. That that's something that will come in time. Again, I again, my it's a personal opinion. What's something? What Raza said, patience. There will be a time and a place for it. But gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> what I'm saying is, look. Every, when there's a when you do see a shortcoming, you're not going to go in there and say, "Of course not." Of slap course it and not. say, no, hey, "Look, no, no, here no, it is." That's, no, that's no. the that's, I don't think we're saying wrong. That. That's that's that's, not, that's that's out of out of the picture. But but that's it not does, in the frame. But that's what happens. Yeah, it happens, but it shouldn't happen. Yes, it shouldn't happen. Look, the 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 the, the fa- Look, there's good, and maybe a little bit of not not so good in in the story that you said. I'm not denying it. But but, but the, the thing but, is, but if in I realities was, of if life, I was in your situation, in realities of life, knowing me right yeah. now, I probably would have done a similar thing, mm-hmm. right? I, I, the thing is, you don't want to embarrass your children in That's front it. of their friends as exactly. well, exactly. And at the same time, maybe, uh, you know, the 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 cra- like the the really really good thing is is that uh, he said, "Baba, I know four o'clock is fudger and that means a lot. If my son had said that when he was 22 or yeah. says that to me when he's 22, I'll be proud. Yeah. Okay? To, just just because I know that... Like, I'll tell you one thing. I, I had a I had a mulaqat with His Holiness once, a personal uh, audience. Um, and uh, I raised a concern about my brother. Mm. And I said, Hazur, um, he, he's not so active. He's become lazy. I'm a little bit worried about him. And Hazur asked me two things. He said, number one, does he do his five daily prayers? Yeah. I said, gee. Uh, yes, Hazur. Then he said, uh, is he connected to the Jamaat? Yep. 
I said he's connected. Uh, he was voted to be Qaid, but yeah. he sort Youth of leader. he sort of yeah. sort of pulled out because of other. Yeah. So Hazur emphasized. So he's connected, right? He's yeah. connected. I said, "Gee, Hazur, he's connected." And then you got nothing to worry about. And and a um, beautiful story, right? And I was just like, you know, uh, I knew. Yeah. I, look at that stage. You, I, I mean, I had a better understanding of more like. I knew more than what I could express before Hazur, mm. right? But Hazur, but, but Hazur read that, understood the whole thing, That's and right. said, "If these two things are being done, then you shouldn't worry about it." I have a similar, and, and, I have a similar that, story, and I think and I think he turned out quite good. It, yeah, <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Can't can't say my, anything. My about son's that. friend said, "Uncle, how do you know that he will do it?" And I said, "I have, to, I trust my son." He's saying to me, "Baba, four o'clock." I said, "Yeah, I need." To, I, if I want to engage with him, I need to show him I have that trust in him. Yeah, but to get to this point, it takes a lot of effort. Time, yeah. Right? yeah 22 time. years. <laughs> 22 years. That's what I'm saying. And you need to keep this in mind that it's a long-term game. If you expect kids to listen on the first go, they won't. It, it won't, won't happen, happen, right? Of course not. So that's why you need to have that patience. But at the same time, from the day they're born or even before keep praying for them. I think this yeah. is one thing that we neglect and we underestimate the power of and we we shouldn't. The 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 biggest thing that you as a parent can do for your child is is to pray for them. Yeah. Everything else, look, it might work, it might not work. You may be able to to carry on with it or not. But the one thing that you can do regardless of where you are, if you're with a child or not, if you're at work or not, if you're giving time or not, is, is to pray for them. Mm. And and that, I'm telling you, does wonders. Because that is something that even in the Holy in, in uh, you know, the narrations of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, it is said that the 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 prayer of a father for their children is 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 accepted and and there's a there's a beautiful prayer in the holy quran uh which um i think will benefit our listeners uh which is rabbana hablana min azwajina wa min zurriyatina wa zurriyatina qurrata ayunin waj'alna lil muttaqina imama which means oh our lord grant us from our wives and children the delight of our eyes and make us an example for the righteous and that itself is is, is is a beautiful prayer. And I make sure that even my children, before they go to sleep, there's a, there's a set of prayers that we've selected for them. Um, and we sort of recite them before they go to sleep every single day. Awesome. Even though they may not understand what they're reading yeah, at this but stage. It's, it's but going in. As long as it's going in and yeah. later on when the translation or the actual meaning comes into perspective, yes. I think it will make a lot more sense than... Um, me maybe telling them at the age of 15 or 20 or 25. So we're already trying to, uh, you know, sink stuff into their minds, into their conscious conscience. Um, it's just so that one day, you know, those things will make sense to them and, you know, it will help them, inshallah. Imam Raza, I want you to kind of visualize this 16-year-old young footballer who wants to engage, who's who's, who's having challenging times. Because cultural differences, mm. because societal pressures, um, cost of living, uh, parents not understanding, mm. parents not having time, uh, parents of not not like-mindedness. What do you say to that youth, girl or boy? It's. I think it's. It goes both ways. No, 
But I, I, the no, 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 no. Both ways. I mean, I'm saying that uh, that you can have a parent on the other side who who that parent of that footballer, yeah, might face the same challenges, might face the same issues. So the the answer in because you cannot con- he's not able to connect to his child. That's right. The child is saying I'm not able to connect to my no to my. Yeah. To but my the mom. child is the one that suffers. Who says the parent doesn't? Because they're the parent. They 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 the suffering is. Nobody said parenting is easy. Yeah. The suffering and the consequential consequential disadvantages are more for the child than the parent. No, I I get that. I I fully understand. But for that child again, it's 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 patience, mm. right? What is stopping that child from developing a relationship with 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 God? And and also you need to explain to everyone that the the doors and the 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 you know the time that we can give them is is always going to be there mm. anytime they have a problem anytime they have an issue first of all turn to god almighty tell him about your sorrows tell him about your problems and see where that leads you because again what we know is if you develop that relationship at a at a young age in your youth in your prime where the last thing that's on your mind is religion and faith and and prayer and whatnot, mm. that is something that will be permanent. That will stay for the rest of your life. Mm. And also, that relationship with God that you have at that moment is completely different from when you start with fifty or sixty. And secondly, again, it's it's a long term game for you as well. What is stopping you from showing that 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 patience towards your parents? Because in the Holy Quran, we find the same prayer for. For, for for children towards their parents as well. Mm. That look, you are 16 now and you think you're at the top of your game. Mm. But at one point you were six months old. You couldn't didn't know how to walk. You didn't know how to talk. You didn't know anything. I remember, you guys remember when you held your firstborn yep. for the first time in your arms. You were thinking about the next 30 years. Yep. Yep. And what did you not do to provide? What did you not do to love? Mm. What did you not do to spend time with that child. Uh, it, 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 in that age, 16, 17, 18, in your teenage years, you you think about yourself. And it's natural. It's a, it's a, it's a natural course of, of life. Mm. There's nothing, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with that, but I mean, there's nothing that bad, right? And I think to the youth as well, mm. um, I think parents probably... Uh, do get advice from from you know senior people of the community, but I think to the youth as well, to those who are listening, uh, to those who have maybe cousins or friends or other people that you know who are in trouble or need advice or need help, I think you shouldn't just wait for a for a football tournament to to mm. happen in order for you to sort of reach out to somebody. I think if you really need help and you really wish to speak to somebody. You know, sometimes just narrating your story or narrating your narrative or your experience is is helpful, not just to us, but you know, we can we can relate to other people and get get even better advice. So, I would just say that don't just wait for these football tournaments or any other tournaments or any other gatherings. If you really need help and if you really w- need questions that you want answers to or answers for, you should really just you know the you have something available right now which we didn't have when we were youngsters and all you have to do is just step step forward and just reach out um obviously everything you see this this sorry sorry to cut yeah, you off. No, no. this this issue again 
coming back to the point that I've just made, you will never understand, in my opinion, 100% what the value of a parent is until you become one yourself. Mm-hmm. Even I, look, I, I went to seven years. We've learned all the narrations. We've learned all the the, 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 the text and this and that and, and everything that religion has to say about the value and the respect that you should have for parents. And I thought I knew it all. No, I didn't. Mm. That was like 90%. 95%. But you cannot have 100% of that knowledge until and unless you become a parent yourself. And that's something that we need to tell and and what it, at least I try to explain to the next generation. Not even not just with your own parents as well, but generally speaking the the older generation. You will not understand them, but we you, but, the, but that doesn't mean that you that 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 it should stop you from sh- giving them respect. By 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 you know by by respecting them as their as your elders, and by treating them that way. But until and unless you become your parent, a parent yourself, you you will not. Simply put, you will not understand it. But you can try as much as you can. That yeah. doesn't stop you from abiding by the things that you've been told to do. I know you're. I I know you're a busy man, one Faiz. I know you have to go, but <laughs> we. It it we we we, <laughs> we will be coming to an end in ten Brunch minutes or so. I'm going to ask you to stay, please, for okay, ten minutes or that's so, all right. because for the last five minutes or so, we're going to be talking about sports, okay. and 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 uh, I would love to to have your take and Imam Raza's take. Um, I I think you know we've kind of very mildly touched um, on on the topic mm. um, that because it's a vast topic which needs hours and hours and hours of. Uh, um, of, of conversation and and people from different skill sets to come in my my uh, in my humble opinion just just as as a as a father from what I've learned look don't judge your don't judge your children um, from the from the you just made don't judge your children in accordance with the standard that you might have set for them reward them for what they have achieved and and you know look be friends we we always talk i always get frustrated when we talk when we talk about let's be friends with our children mm. if you want to be friends with your children then be the child mm. don't expect the child to be the parent because you are the parent mm. we expect we we try to make friends with our children based on our own rules but then you guys what what you guys have what I've been hearing is you you guys have been talking about times have changed the needs have changed the challenges have changed but then it's for the parent to make sure that they know that they are up to date with the challenges of today if you want to engage with your child and if your child does do I don't know if you guys will agree with me children will be children mistakes will be made if your child does make a mistake you need to build that relationship enough trust needs to be built enough for that child to come to the parents and say look mom dad i've made a mistake i've done something wrong but and at the, that time you, don't ping it, point then, your finger then it also applies it also applies you see trust we talked about trust mm-hmm. trust is earned right so so let me so hold on the i think it was a freudian slip but I think the onus is also on the youth as well to understand their parents. 
it's it's a two-way street. No, it's no, not no. one way. I don't. I. I and and, and I, for I, I, you may disagree, but you when when you spoke to your father this morning or yesterday about your son, mm-hmm. I would have at least expected you to understand your father's point of view. From his said, perspective, I'm not disagreeing look, it with him. It just feels like a one-way street here. Right, I think it's both ways. It it the, both I ways. think it's got to a point where it has to be a one-way street. No, I don't agree with that. I, I think it, it has to be. It cannot be. It no. can't be. It can't be. I, I think you are expecting too much. I think. I think we're too scared to say that it's not the youth who are at fault here. The the the, the brunt of the of of the responsibility lies on the parent, not on the youth. It isn't fifty-fifty. It isn't. But that's your opinion. Yes, um, it I, is I, my opinion. Yeah, that's my yeah, personal opinion. Yeah, but I think I think it's three people I think, here are I, saying I, no, but they don't necessarily to, look, agree with If you. the Holy Quran says that, look, when the Holy Quran uh, doesn't say fifty. No, 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 no. I'm not saying about fifty fifty. Yeah. But the Holy Quran lays and lays a responsibility on yeah. children as well, doesn't it? I'm not. This is that, that's the, what I'm saying. again. We're, we're not dividing this now in in percentage. We're, mm. we're not doing this. But I'm saying I'm that doing. a ten year old, uh, you cannot compare him to a fifteen, fifteen, sixteen year old. You know exactly. What you're doing, right? Yeah. And to 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 it goes both ways, as Brother Adam mentioned. Ah. You, the parent, has to understand, but the mm. child also has to understand at the same time that just because you're the youth, you're the child, well, you can't do. just they... keep on doing whatever you want. You have responsibilities as well. This is part of growing up. Yeah, th- and and they do understand as well. Yeah, and th- I think that's a the, the perfect example uh, of of the, yeah, of the brother in the story. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He felt yeah. that. You know that there was a barrier coming between him and his parents, and he didn't want that. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure his parents felt the same way. Maybe they, because the thing is, his parents are not like uh, they haven't just come from from India or Pakistan. Uh-huh. They've been here for many generations, yeah. and I think they were just giving him that time and space, um, or maybe were even hesitant themselves to sort of speak to him or to address it, or maybe they were scared of the outcome, maybe for an outburst or the way he reacts or anger or whatever, right? So both both parties sort of didn't 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 really speak about it, but because his parents were patient, and they sort of let him drill through, he understood that what he was doing wasn't wasn't good, and he has to bring a change. And then obviously, when he when he started that journey with this with this in his mind, then every time something came in his way, like the the children of the community wanted to hang around with him, um, him not. Uh, being able to perform well for his footballing career, everything sort of um, helped him understand that okay, this is something that I need to come off. It's not good for me. I hope you're going to run this as a workshop as well to give scenarios to our elder khudam, right? The youth that have chosen. Maybe when I get to that age, because I think it's, it's really <laughs> important because you've become very judgmental, right? Yeah, straight no, away. If you said true. that story in a different way, yeah, you would have said no, don't smoke. What yeah, you're doing? But exactly. then I think if you exactly. if you did it in a different way, exactly, I think it sheds a different light and it helps in having a better understanding of the youth. Yeah, today. no, absolutely. I think it's yeah. a, it's a two way street. Yeah. Um, yes, up to an up to a certain age, it might it might just be a one way street where. Parents are sort of dominant, and mm. obviously their parents, they have to be the alpha male or the alpha. But I think when you when you really come down to their level, and when you really try to see things from their eyes, from their view, mm. I think only then it's easier to understand what they're going through. Because obviously it's different, completely different when your parents are from 
India or Pakistan or any other Asian country or wherever they or Africa where whatever your background is it's it's different to th- their whole understanding is different to yeah. because they lived in a completely different environment but when they move to the UK and their children are going through sort of the first generation or, or the children are the first generation in that country i think it's they 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 definitely go through a tough time in terms of communicating or children communicating with their parents and parents communicating yeah. with their children but when the second generation comes then at least the first generation knows this is something that we uh struggled with and this is something that needs to change and i think for for that's sort of helping me and imam raza in terms of and we always go to each other for advice not because we think we are both so capable in sort of giving <laughs> advice and that's not the reason but just so that even we need to speak to people who even we need to reach out for help sometimes and that's why i was calling hafiz sab the other day who um the person who's memorized the whole holy quran because my son was struggling with with his lessons and i think it's just especially for the youth i'm 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 really honestly and really sincerely i'm reaching out to everyone who's listening if you have any uh, difficulties in life and you need to speak to somebody please just you know just take that first step we won't know about your feelings or your difficulties unless you come to us and mm. only then we can help you and not just you but if you have any um, anyone that you know of because i've dealt with cases where um an ahmadi uh, youngster has come to me and said i have this friend in school who's not even an ahmadi not even a muslim and he's having this issue yeah. what's the solution yep. and you know where that that's our job that's what we've signed up for and we're here to help people Absolutely. but we won't know your difficulties unless you take the first step and reach and if you if it's especially to those who are finding it difficult to to speak to their parents you know we we can we can we can be there for you yeah. we can help you we'll listen to you and we'll inshallah with and the help of allah we'll give you some solution and if you don't know how to reach us and and not necessarily come on air but we can always de- redirect you to an, an appropriate uh, mentor and youth leader in your area it's 0208 687 Um, Imam Raza, we have. No, I think I've any, anything else. I don't think. I, I, as I said, I'll, I'll p- push the point of the prayer again. This is for both parents as well as for children. In a day, um, in a time where the whole agenda is basically people being pushed away from God with everything that is happening around the world, mm. I think we we need to focus even more on that. And for you as a parent. be be the 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 role model that you want your child to be show him with your own example or her awesome i want to thank brother faiz and brother raza i know you've taken time out this morning um and uh, i'm grateful because this is an important topic um and uh, your insight into the topic has been valuable thank you always to brother adil um <coughs> for joining me this morning Thank you to you for listening. Um this is a topic that I'm sure we will come back to. As I said it's a vast topic. Um but if there are topics that you want us to cover um and uh, you know we are always open to suggestions. Um you can uh, do so at uh, www.voiceofislam.co.uk. Please remember um us in all of your prayers. Please forgive any shortcomings on our part. until we meet again may the peace and blessing of allah be upon you